Welcome to today's episode of Places People Purpose. Today we're going to visit the beautiful and charming city of Lisbon. It is a place that my mother, sister, and I enjoyed very much, and we're excited about sharing this city with you today. One of the things that you notice in Portugal is that it transports you back in time with amazingly beautiful historical buildings and narrow, winding, cobblestone streets. Portugal avoided direct military involvement in World War II, and so the city of Lisbon did not face the devastation experienced by many European countries from the war. What Lisbon did experience, though, was a massive earthquake in 1755. It is considered one of the most destructive earthquakes in recorded history and had a profound impact on Portugal and neighboring regions. The earthquake is estimated to have had a magnitude of around 9.0 on the Richter scale, making it a devastating seismic event. Even more tragically, the earthquake struck on All Saints Day when a large number of people were attending church services. As part of the religious ceremony, Many candles were burning, which created fires. So Lisbon not only had to deal with the typical aftermath of an earthquake, but fires as well as they spread to many wooden structures in the city. The exact number of casualties is difficult to determine, but estimates suggest that tens of thousands of people lost their lives. Despite having a natural disaster of this magnitude, Lisbon still offers many beautiful historical buildings to view. If you're looking for the part of Lisbon with the most history, you'll want to explore the Alfama district. Alfama is the oldest neighborhood in Lisbon and has retained much of its medieval charm despite the city's modernization. The castle of São Jorge is located in the Alfama district on a hill overlooking the city and has a history dating back to the Moorish period in the 11th century. It was later expanded and modified by subsequent rulers, including the Portuguese monarchs after the Reconquista. The church of São Vicente de Fora is located near the São Jorge castle and was commissioned in the 16th century and finished in the 17th century. It features a mix of architectural styles, including Renaissance elements. The church is known for its impressive tile work and has a rich history as a burial site for Portuguese monarchs. It is dedicated to St. Vincent of Saragossa, the patron saint of Lisbon. The Lisbon Cathedral is the oldest church in the city and is also located in the Alfama district. Its construction began in the 12th century and it has a mix of architectural styles, including Romanesque, Gothic, and Baroque elements. The cathedral has undergone various modifications over the centuries, but its origins are deeply rooted in Lisbon's early history. 
Alfama is also considered to be the birthplace of Fado, Portugal's soulful and melancholic music. The word Fado itself translates to fate or destiny in English. Fado is characterized by its mournful and soulful expression, often dealing with themes of longing, nostalgia, love, and the struggles of everyday life. It is often accompanied by acoustic Portuguese guitar, classical guitar, and sometimes other traditional instruments. The narrow streets and historic buildings of Alfama provide an atmospheric backdrop to experience live photo performances in intimate venues. If you are in Portugal in June, be sure and experience the annual São João Festival in June, where the streets of Alfama come alive with music, dancing, and traditional celebrations. The festival is primarily a religious celebration in honor of St. John the Baptist. However, the festivities have evolved into a more widespread and secular celebration. The festival coincides with the summer solstice, marking the longest day of the year. As such, it is also a celebration of midsummer, with bonfires and fireworks lighting up the night sky. One of the most distinctive features of the celebration is the lively and energetic street parties that take place. The streets are filled with people dancing, singing, and enjoying the festive atmosphere. Traditional customs associated with the festival include the release of illuminated hot air balloon-like devices into the sky. People also release colorful paper lanterns, adding to the magical ambience of the night. Grilling and eating sardines are a significant culinary tradition during the Sajuan Festival. In fact, you will find entire stores in Portugal cities dedicated solely to sardines. So if you are a sardine lover, this is definitely the place for you. Also located in the Alfama district is Casa dos Biscos, known as the House of Diamonds. Casa dos Bicos is a unique building with a facade covered in diamond-shaped stones. It was constructed in the early 16th century and has undergone renovations since then. The house has served various purposes over the years, and today it houses the Jose Saramago Foundation, dedicated to the Nobel Prize-winning Portuguese author Jose Saramago. The foundation promotes cultural and literary activities, and the building itself is a cultural and historical landmark in the heart of Lisbon. For a taste of Portugal's seafaring past, head to the district of Belém. Here, the iconic Belém Tower stands proudly at the water's edge, a testament to the city's maritime heritage. Nearby, the Hieronymus Monastery, a UNESCO World Heritage Site, is a fitting tribute to Portugal's age of discovery. If you are in Belém, 
you have the opportunity to try arguably the very best pastel donatas that the city offers. Pastel donata is a delicious custard tart with a flaky, buttery crust and a creamy custard filling. It is typically sprinkled with cinnamon and absolutely melts in your mouth. The recipe for these pastries is said to date back to the 18th century when monks at the Hieronymus Monastery in Belém created the sweet treat. In 1837, the monastery closed and the recipe was passed on to the baking shop next door, which eventually became Pastais de Belém. What sets Pastais de Belém apart is that they have closely guarded the original secret recipe, known by very few people. The pastel de nada produced by Pastais de Belém is often considered the best or one of the best in Portugal, if not the world. Many days, the bakery has lines forming out onto the sidewalk, with customers waiting to purchase their favorite pastel de nada. If you want to discover the artistic side of Lisbon, then head to the Chiado district. Lined with stylish boutiques, historic cafes, and theaters, Chiado is a haven for art enthusiasts and literary minds alike. Visit the National Museum of Contemporary Art, known as the Chiado Museum, to witness a captivating collection of Portuguese art from the 19th century to the present. Stop by the historic A Brasileira Café, a beloved gathering place for intellectuals and artists over the years. For a taste of modern Lisbon, venture to the Parque dos Nassos. This waterfront district underwent a transformation for the 1998 World Expo and has since become a symbol of contemporary architecture and urban planning. The striking Oriente Station, designed by Santiago Calatrava, and the Lisbon Oceanarium, one of the largest indoor aquariums in Europe, are must-see attractions. Take a leisurely stroll along the river promenade or hop on the cable car for a breathtaking view of the area. Lisbon is a food lover's paradise and its culinary scene is a celebration of fresh seafood, flavorful spices, and delectable pastries. Indulge in a seafood feast at the Mercado da Ribera, Lisbon's bustling food market, or savor traditional dishes like bacalao, which is salted codfish, and a cozy neighborhood eatery. Wash it all down with a glass of vino verde, which is a type of wine that comes from the Vino Verde region in northwest Portugal and is one of Portugal's most well-known and distinctive wine styles. The term Vino Verde translates to green wine in English, but in this context, green doesn't refer to the color of the wine. Rather, it suggests that the wine is young and meant to be consumed relatively fresh. Vino Verde wines are known for their refreshing and crisp nature. 
they are often slightly effervescent with a light and lively character that makes them particularly enjoyable as a summer or warm weather wine. Due to their crispness and lower alcohol content, Vino Verde wines pair well with a variety of foods, including seafood, salads, light appetizers, and traditional Portuguese dishes. Vino Verde is just one of many wonderful Portuguese wines. We enjoyed a lot of wonderful wine in Portugal, and it is one of the best values we have found. That's all we have for today's episode of Places, People, Purpose. We will be taking a holiday break over the next few weeks and won't be airing any new episodes until January 8th. Until then, we wish you and your loved ones much peace, joy, and love during the holiday season. We look forward to welcoming you back to Places, People, Purpose where we create connections to our world.